Welcome to our service this morning. Um, we are celebrating children and young people. And it's good to see so many of you here. And it's good to see so many of uh, other ages as well. Um, there was some confusion that the Brownies and Guides might be here again today. Um, just to clear that up, they're not. Um, because their thinking day service, which was combined with our celebration of children and young people last year, is going to be at the Salvation Army, uh, we think, later on in the month, next month. And we'll travel around the churches because a lot of people from Brownies and Guides go to different churches in the village, so they're sort of sharing out the service. But hopefully we're going to invite the Brownies and Guides to our harvest this year so we will be able to celebrate with them again. Um, we do have quite a lot of squash and coffee to drink, though, because of the anticipation of the Brownies and Guides coming. So enjoy that after us. And there's cake. Uh, yeah. I don't think that was in anticipation of the Browns and Guides, that's just for us. So enjoy that too. Um, a few notices before we begin, just to remind you that tomorrow evening in the Coffee Lounge we have the church meeting, church members meeting. Please do come along to that if you are a member. We will be looking at our budget for this year, at our vision at um, Fenage Festival coming up, but lots of things that are happening and discussing what we can do and looking ahead. So please do come to input into that. If you're unable to come but want to input into that, please do send me an email with some ideas on and I can feed that into the meeting as well. But it'd be great if as many as possible can come to that meeting. Also, just a reminder that this Thursday is Thursday Hub. Um, it will be February on Thursday. Well, it will be on Wednesday as well. Um, Thursday the 2nd of February, Thursday Hub, 10.30 till 12 in the Coffee Lounge here. If you're around, available, free to come and have cake, coffee and hear a little bit about what different people are doing, then please do come to that. Next Sunday is our Sunday breakfast for February, um, 10.30. Please do come along to that too. Remember, this is not just something for us to enjoy having breakfast together in a nice old time, but something for us to invite friends and family too, so they can enjoy it with us as well and hear a tiny little bit about Jesus and maybe have a taster of what we do here. Um, so please do come to that if you can, 10.30 next Sunday. House group this week will be at Paula and John's house at 8 o'clock um, Wednesday. Please come if you can. I don't think there are any other notices. Have I missed something out that's like really obvious? No, no, okay. Well, this morning we're going to be doing lots of things. Um, we have um, quiz. Yes, thank you. And we have a little bit of time when you have to work things out in groups. Oh, it's really not, not really quite the enthusiasm I was hoping for. So this morning is going to be really good fun. We're going to have a quiz. And we're going to have time in groups where we can work out some problems. We're going to be worshipping God. Uh, we're going to be... Um, I can't remember anything else, but it's going to be fun. And um, I hope that you enjoy it. We're going to be celebrating children and young people. Well, there were two people who thought that was good. Excellent. And um, Emma's going to be reading a story. The enthusiasm. 
first of all, of course, we come together before God. All ages, young people, old people, middle-aged people. I'm not sure I like that middle-aged. I used to think it was okay, but now I'm in the middle-aged. I don't know whether I really like it. But we worship together, we worship God because he created each one of us. Young, old, middle-aged, whoever we are. And he loves us and he welcomes us. He created all that we see, all that we don't see. And he is an amazing God. So let's stand to worship him this morning by singing our first song together. Let's stand together. Father God, we thank you that we can gather here this morning before such an amazing God. We thank you that you created and made each one of us with great joy and delight. We thank you as we gather here this morning to celebrate children and young people, to thank you for their lives, that we can worship you for the creator that you are, that each of our children and young people is made in your image and your likeness, just like each one of us. And we ask this morning in all the things that we do that you would be glorified, that your Holy Spirit would move among us and that we would meet afresh with you, our living God. We worship you this morning, Lord, and we thank you so much for all that you have given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Now, I know you love the quizzes that we do here at the church. And I know you look forward to them with great joy, almost as much as I do. This one is a winner. Because this one is all about the minimum age. Okay, there'll be a number of questions. At what age can you do this? At what age are you allowed to do that? Okay, we will all know the answers because we all know the law, don't we? So... There will be three choices, so I just wanted to make it easy, because I know there's been a lot of colds going about, and when you've got a fuzzy head, it's hard to think. So, minimum age, okay? You all look very excited about it. I thought it was an exciting subject when I did it, I must admit. Okay, but question number one, at what age, this is very important, especially if you're a child or a young person, you need to know all these things, at what age are you deemed to be personally responsible for wearing a seatbelt in a car? Mm. At what age is it no longer your parents' responsibility to put your seatbelt on for you, and if you got stopped by the police, they would blame you personally? At what age? Is it A age of 10, B, age of 14, or C, age of 16? Ooh, difficult, tricky. Who thinks age of 10, you're responsible for putting your own seatbelt on? Few people. Okay, who thinks age of 14, you're responsible? About similar, similar, maybe a few less than that. Who thinks 16 is the age? when you are responsible. Some people have not put their hands up, but that's okay. You'll get into it. I think the most for that was actually age of 10, but the true answer is the age of 14. From 14, you are personally responsible for putting your seatbelt on. But if you want to be personally responsible before then, that's good. Okay, number two. At what age can you sign papers for your own medical treatment? So at what age... Are you the one that decides that you can agree for medical treatment to happen to your body? 
rather than your parents. Is it A, 60... Why is everyone looking at Paula Newton? Is it... They're going to watch when your hand goes up. A, 16. B, 17. Or C, 18. Oh. So who thinks, A, it's 16 years of age that you're responsible... Paula's hand went up, so just, just, okay. Who thinks 17? 17? Okay. Who thinks 18? Few of you. Well, it's good to know that our doctors know what they're talking about. It's 16. You are responsible for signing your own papers. Okay. At what age can you babysit for another child? At what age can you babysit for another child? Is it... 11, you babysit at 11. Is it any age or is it 16? Who thinks it's 11? No one. Who thinks it's any age? And who thinks it's 16? Okay. The answer is, as most of you knew, any age. However, the recommendation is that people should be 16. But you can babysit at any age. So I thought, great, I'm going out tonight. (laughs) So, that's good. Okay, question number four. At what age can you become a blood donor? So, at what age can you donate your blood to someone else? Is it at 15 years of age... Is it at 17 years of age or is it at 18 years of age? It's interesting, I said one of them, people nodding, people shaking at the same time. So, the first one, A, was 15. Who thinks you can donate blood at the age of 15? Yes? You're on your own there, but that could be right. Who thinks it's 17? A few more people. And who thinks it might be 18? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. Okay, your friend donated, donated it and he's 12. Well, he really probably should have been 17 because that would be the legal age. Maybe don't tell anyone about that. Okay. At what age can you go in and buy fireworks? At what age can you go and buy fireworks? It's good to know, because firework night's coming up in a few months. Um, Is it 14? Is it 16? Or is it 18? Okay, so who thinks you can go and buy fireworks at 14? You do? Okay, who thinks you can go and buy them at 16? Who thinks you can't buy them until you're 18 years of age? You're absolutely correct. 18 is the age. Okay. At what age can you be prosecuted for a crime? At what age can you be prosecuted for a crime? Is it at the age of 10? Is it at the age of 16? Or is it at the age of... Of 17. 
At what age can you be prosecuted for a crime? Who thinks it's 10? Who thinks that it's 16? Who thinks that it's 17? Oh, no one. It is actually the age of 10. From the age of 10, you can be arrested and prosecuted for a crime that you have committed. Okay. Between what ages, it's good to know this, between what ages do you need to go to school? By law, between what ages do you need to be at school? Is it between the ages of A, 4 and 18? Is it between the ages of B, 5 and 18? Or is it between the ages of C, 5 and 16? Okay, so who thinks A, between 4 and 18 years of age you have to be at school? One, two, okay, a couple of you. Who thinks that between 5 and 18 you have to be at school? A few more. And who thinks it's between the ages of 5 and 16 that you have to be at school? Okay, you would have been right until recently... But now you have to be at school between the age of 5 and 18. Hard luck. Oh, that's a tough one, Matt, isn't it? Think you've done it after a year. Okay. This is a good one. At what age can you be trained to be part of a dangerous performance? Who knows what that means? But hey... Who thinks, I mean, at what age can you be part, trained to be part of a dangerous performance? Is it 12, 14, or 16? Who thinks 12? Who thinks 14? Who thinks 16? It is 12. What is a dangerous performance? Like, like a... A what? Oh, shut out of a cannon. That happens. That's dangerous. Happens a lot. Okay. At what age can you sell scrap metal? It's interesting what you find out when you're looking these things up. In case you're wondering, at what age can you sell scrap metal? Is it 16, 17, or 18? Who thinks 16? Who thinks 17? Who thinks 18? Interesting. You can actually sell scrap metal from the age of 16. So, I guess, if you got a bit fed up of staying at school till 18, you could just, on the side, sell a bit of scrap metal from when you're 16. Okay. At what age, final one, at what age can you fly a glider? This is also good to know, because you might want to fly a glider. Is it age 14 that you can get in that glider and glide away? Is it age 16? No. Or is it age 17? Gosh, solo or not? I don't know. I didn't get information. Oh, 
to look that up. Um, is it, uh, who thinks 14? Oh, gosh, I would be pretty frightened. Who thinks 16? Who thinks 17? Pat thinks maybe it should be 17. It is actually 16 that you can fly a glider. Yeah. You see, <coughs> the interesting things you can find out when you're looking up the minimum age. And, you know, there's a reason we have minimum age, is to protect people and to keep people safe and to help people to develop and grow without being pushed into things that they're not ready for. But, you know, also, the minimum age can make us see people differently, can make us see people as not ready to do other things in life. I think often, until people reach a certain age, we sort of see them as people who are still learning and growing and developing and can't fully take part as much as we can in the many things that life has to offer. And sometimes that means that we can look upon children and young people in a way that can restrict them rather than enable them to grow and develop as God would want in God's timings and God's ways. Because sometimes... Young people can do amazing things that we might write off because they think we think they're not at the right age to do it. I would like to split us into groups, if I could. I have here, this is always tricky because I say split into your own groups and everyone like looks at me. We have here five, exactly the same, five envelopes with the same things in. So all I need is five groups. Or maybe just split into groups and I'll see how many we've got. So form a group. Form a group. You have to be able to hear each other. Talk to each other. Got one group over here. Got one group down here. Okay. We've got one group over here. Uh, what have we got at the back there? One group there, two groups. Not sure. We're not sure what we're doing. Okay, before you start chatting among yourselves, I just want to explain what I'd like you to do. In here, in here are the names of, I can't remember, five or six different people and something that they have done or set up or created. All I want you to do is to read the information and on the back of each of them to write what age you think this person was when they did this thing. Okay? There's a pen in there. So you read the information on number one, whoever that might be, and on the back of that sheet I want you to write the age you think they were when they did this. Read the information on number two, and on the back of their sheet I want you to write the age you think they were when they did this. Big enough so you can hold up their age when we're looking at that person. Understand? I'm only going to give you five minutes, so you've not got long, a minute on each person or less. I'm not really sure what the groups are here. Are you a, You've got a...
You've only got two more minutes. <clears throat> two minutes. Two, two. your final couple of ages down now. One more, okay. 30 seconds. Okay. Everyone got an answer for each one? Give it a guess if you haven't. Okay, the group at the back all done? Just... Just no, no control, no authority, nothing. Okay, right. So we had how many people? Was it six in the end? I couldn't remember. Six people. All you had to do was guess their age. Very simple, very easy. Okay, number one. For number one, we had Dylan. Dylan had developed a... Um, organization which had helped to engage people with the media in the United Nations and he also lectured um, sounds very good sounds very knowledgeable how old do you think Dylan was I can't actually see any of those answers we've got 15 there we've got 14 14 18 and 15 that's quite small but I can just see it Okay, Dylan, when he decided to set up this organisation, was actually... Well, some of you are right in a sense, because at the moment he's 15. But when he set it up, he was actually nine years of age. Nine years of age when he did that. That's quite amazing, I think. Not bad. Not bad. Okay, number two was Ryan. Now, Ryan learnt about children in Africa having to walk a long, long way to get water. So he started 
doing chores and things like that. Oh, I don't think I included that. Sorry, did I include that? And then eventually set up a project which gave access of clean water and sanitation to more than 740,000 people. Okay, how old was he when he did this? 17? 15? 10? 14. 14. Okay, 10. Ryan, when he first learned about children in Africa and started to do this, was six years of age. Six years of age. He is now 20. He's now 20. So over that time, he set up all this, but he started doing it when he was six. So some of us are a little bit behind on our projects, aren't we? Okay, Katie. Katie was the girl who bought the ginormous cabbage, grew it to ginormous, and then um, it fed lots of people. And she created Katie's Crops, which helps to um, grow food and feed people in need. How old was Katie when she did this? She was eight, you think? Eight? Seven? Eleven? What's that to the back? Oh, seven? Okay. I feel you're getting more the hang of this now. Katie, well, she's 12 at the moment, but she was actually nine when she did this. So, you know, you're closer. Closer. Okay. Louis, who, of course, invented Braille, because that's his name. How old was he when he did this? Is that 11? Nine? 14? 17? 12. Okay. Well... We don't know the exact age, but we do know that he had written and developed this language by the age of 19. So it was all done by the age of 19, which isn't bad, is it? I don't think. Okay, Yukuri, who climbed Everest three times, once after a heart operation and also ski down it that's a bit dangerous isn't it okay how old 21 15 to 16 19 3 13 13 not 3 10 okay Yukuri Amazing this is. This amazing man climbed Mount Everest in 2013 when he was 80 years old. 80. Just threw in a curveball there for you. 80. And the other times he climbed it, he was 70 and 75. And on the first time when he was 70, that's when he skied down. And then after his last climb in 2013, he said, I think three times is enough. Okay, so Claudette, final one. Claudette, how old do you think Claudette was? Um, Claudette um, refused to give up her seat on the bus. It was a segregated bus in America. 
because she was black, she was told to stand up and move, and she refused, and she got arrested, and then she fought her case. And, um, well, history will show what happened from there. How old was Claudette when this happened? 15, 17, 20, 10, 13. She was... Some of you will know the more famous person of Rosa Parks who then went on and did this few... Well, it was the same year, but Claudette was the first person to refuse. And when she, that, she was 15 years of age. Very brave when you're 15. Very brave at any time. So you didn't do too badly. But, you know, it just shows to me that actually we can either put these people in two categories. We can say they are extraordinary young people or we can say... Actually, all young people have that within them, but sometimes we don't encourage or allow people to do things like that. I don't think that God has a minimum age. I don't think that God says you can do that when you're that age and that when you're that age. I think God invites us to follow him and to take his lead. And at whatever age we are, we can do amazing things because we have an amazing God. We're going to stand and sing our song together. We're going to stand and worship this amazing God who created us in his image to do things that he calls us to do. Let's stand and worship him this morning. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you so much for the way that you welcome each one of us. And not only welcome us, but you equip us and empower us. We thank you, Lord, that you don't have ages of restriction that stop people from serving you. We thank you for the amazing things that you can do through each one of us when we have trained, when we have put in a lot of hard work, and when we have simply given our hearts to you. We thank you that you can use both old and young. And we thank you for the amazing things you can do. Lord, we ask you would forgive us, where we have put children and young people into certain boxes and said that they are unable to do things until a certain age. Forgive us where we have restricted the talents that you have given to people because of their age. Forgive us where we look at people in a different way because of how old they are. And help us to see each other through your eyes and to encourage as you encourage and to look for the gifting in each one of us that you have given. We also pray, Lord, you would forgive us that we fail to look after our children and young people that we look throughout the world and we see them suffering so much. We pray you would forgive us, Lord, that there are so many without homes at the moment, so many on their own, and that sometimes we turn a blind eye to that. Help us to do all that we can here, to reach out to children and young people, to give them security and hope and love. And help us as a country open our eyes to see the amazing young people we have. And to open our doors to more of those who need help and security and protection. For we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
please be seated. I'd now like to invite Emma up, who's going to read a story for us this morning. It's story time. Don't know whether any of you ever watched Jack and Ori. I think it's more they do CBB stories now, but Jack and Ori was the thing, wasn't it? Yes, I was going to say, it's going to be like Jack and Ori. Yes, well, I was going to say, if you'd like to come up, there's some lovely pictures that go with the story. You can come up and get a closer look. And if any of the older children would like to come up and sit with the younger children so the mummies and the daddies can just sit back and listen, then that would be lovely. So do come and have a look at the pictures if you want to. Do you want this? Or is that easy? Lovely. Should we get comfy? Okay. Have a seat to get comfy. Is is it your book? It's brilliant. This is called The Teeny Weeny True King. God's people had a new land and now they wanted a king. But God is your king, Samuel told them. He is the one who looks after you best. We want a real king, they said. One that we can see. God knew that a king might not be kind to his people or look after them as well as he would look after them. But God's people didn't really care. They wanted a king and they wanted him now. So God gave them a king. He was called Saul and he was a very good king to start with. But he became proud. He stopped listening to God. He didn't obey God or love God with all of his heart. Saul can't help me with my plans anymore, God said. I need a king who loves me and who will teach the people to love me. I need a true king. God had someone in mind. He told Samuel to go to Bethlehem. You will find a new king there. Now Samuel's job was to listen to God and to tell people what he said. So Samuel went to the little town of Bethlehem. God told Samuel to go to Jesse's house. Jesse, God was going to choose one of Jesse's sons to be the new king. Jesse had seven strong sons. Now in those days, if you were going to be the king, you didn't have to be the richest or the cleverest, but it did help. You had to look like a king though, which meant you had to be tall and strong You could carry the longest sword and wear the biggest armour and you could defeat anyone then. But it didn't hurt to be handsome either. See them all? Samuel asked Jesse to bring out his sons one by one. So Jesse brought out the oldest, the tallest, the strongest son first. This must be the new king, he thought. He looks like a king. But God didn't choose him. You're thinking about what he looks like on the outside, God told Samuel. But I am looking at the heart of these people on what's on the inside. So Jesse showed Samuel his next oldest son. He was tall and strong as well. But God didn't choose him either. In fact, God didn't choose any of the seven sons. Samuel says, is that all? Everybody? Well, Jesse laughed. Oh, I have got my youngest son, but he's the weakling of the family. He's only teeny. Bring him, said Samuel. There he is. Jesse's youngest son came running up, 
and God spoke quietly to Samuel, this is the one. His name was David. His heart is like mine, God said. It is full of love. He will help me with my secret rescue plan. And one of the children's children's children will be the king. And the king will rule the world forever. Samuel anointed David with oil on his head, which is a special way to show that you have been chosen by God to be the king. You will be the new king one day, Samuel told him. And sure enough, when he grew up, David became the king. God chose David to be king because God was getting his people ready for the greatest king ever who would be coming. Once again, God would say, go to Bethlehem, you'll find a new king there. And there, one starry night in Bethlehem, in the town of David, three wise men would find him. Did you like that? It's a good story. Well done. Thank you for listening nicely. Sit down. Thank you very much. Do we get a round of applause for Emma? Thank you very much. Initially, David was left out of the lineup because he was the youngest. And he didn't look much as the youngest compared to all his other brothers who looked the right way a king should look, or so everyone thought. But God wasn't looking at age, at looks, at status. God was looking at the heart, and when he looked at David, he saw a man after his own heart, and he chose him to be king. And you know, when God looks at us, he doesn't set minimum ages because we're of a certain age and say, you can't do that until you're this age. Or he doesn't say, you can't do that because you don't look the right sort of person. Or you can't do that because you're just too little. God looks at our heart and he says, I have called you to be my child, whatever age you are. And you can do many great things in me because I am your father. And I love you so much. And today we celebrate our children, young people, not because we think we might do it because it was a good thing to do, but because children and young people are so wonderful. And God created them as much as he created each of us. I wonder whether I could have a couple of adults who might come and give our little gifts to the young people this morning as we do when we have Mothering Sunday and Father's Day. Um, I would invite the children and young people to just take one of these bags, because, you know, I'm aware that um, there's a temptation maybe to take more than one. And um, take one and enjoy. If there are any left over, maybe some of the adults can have one later, because we're all children of God, aren't we? She says, because she wants one. So do take and do enjoy. And maybe, as those are handed out, we can sing our next song together, which actually has action, so that's quite difficult. But we can give it a go, can't we? Let's stand together. Anyone want to help me with this?
I reach up high, I touch the ground, I stomp my feet, and I turn around. It's not hard. No one. In fact, no one's standing, really. They're just doing what they want. Okay, let's stand together. And say, Emma, are you coming to help? Yeah, all right, yeah. (laughs) Wonderful. Let's pray together before we sing our final song. Father God, we thank you so much that we can gather together this morning before you. We thank you so much that you are here and that you are moving among us by your spirit. We thank you that we can celebrate each other's lives, young and old, that as your family here, we welcome all people. And we ask that you would help us to carry that out in our lives. As that song said, as the actions praise your name, may our lives do the same as we go from here. May our lives show that you love everyone of all ages. And may our lives show that you welcome all people. And may our lives show that you are God, a wonderful, amazing God. Please fill us with your Holy Spirit afresh, that we may live for you in your power and strength. For we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing our final song, In Christ Alone. This is who we have our foundations in and who we live for. And we're going to take up our offering as we sing this final song. So as we go from here, may we know God surrounding us. May we know the strength of him within us. And may we know how precious we are. And may God walk with us from this day on. Amen. Please be seated. Please do stay for coffee, tea, juice, and more coffee, tea, juice, and cake, and conversation. Thank you.